Why is it that some people seem to have all the time in the world to do the things that they want to do, while others struggle with zero time or freedom to truly have a life? Welcome to The Unshackled Life with Aaron Young and Michelle Pearson Young. They're here to help you take your time back and start thinking about how to work smarter and have more fun. Now here are your hosts, Aaron Scott Young and Michelle Pearson Young. Good afternoon. This is Michelle Pearson Young, and I'm sitting here with my co-host slash boyfriend. Boyfriend. Slash my the like, hero of the washing machine today. Thank Ooh, thank you for noticing that. No, that's Tell them serious. what you mean by the hero of the washing hero machine. Hero of the washing it machine. It seems like a dubious title. This is what men don't understand. You know what's really sexy? A what? man who takes care of stuff. And this morning, I'm, I'm going to be... It was com- last night, wasn't it? Or was it this morning? Well, you fixed it this morning. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm going to be totally vulnerable vulnerable here and tell you that I was putting my... Her um, delicates. My delicates in the washing machine. Well, and you they put them, like, you put them in. I did. I put them in the washing machine, and the washing machine decided to hold them hostage. And they were, they were like... They were like locked in there, but not getting clean, and they couldn't it get out. It wasn't on, and the you door was locked. You could hear their little cries, let us out, let us out, and I couldn't get them out. And so this morning, first thing, like before 7 a.m., you were like working on the washing machine. And that, my friends, is super attractive. So the good news is, is Men that, don't know this. The good news is, is that everything's clean now. All of my delicates. And, it, my and, uh, delicates. and I learned something new about our washing machine, which is supposed to be like this which, freaking space age It is thing. space age. It's and like this it, new, like everything's magical and it'll steam your laundry and it'll and do all it kinds of... it does all sorts of magical things, except for let, let your bras loose. Sometimes... It won't let them out. So <laughs> let, <laughs> let me out. Okay. I was no, going to go don't, crazy don't on do that it. One. Don't do it. But, um, the, but anyway, the thank, point is... Thank you for the acknowledgement men, of being the, the, the washing machine. Men of the universe need to know that what's attractive is like help. <laughs> help is attractive. Okay. Well, good. So I'm so glad that I can I help. think this is an important way to start <laughs> I'm today's glad show. our underwear is clean. Indeed. Damn straight. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway... <laughs> So we're, what, is that how you wanted to start off, was talking about the washing machine? I, I actually just wanted to start off. So okay. I really had no no. <laughs> that was not on our list of things to nope. talk about today. It wasn't. But, but we're so But glad I'm super we, grateful really and glad so gratitude, highest vibration yep, nice. and all that. So we just got back last night from Tampa. Anybody that was watching and listening last week knows we were in Tampa, Florida Tampa for a conference. Tampa Bay, Florida. Um, kind of a, a, a Tarpon Springs, but... 30 minutes from Tampa or something. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we had a great time there. Um, met a lot of great people. Um, if any of them are listening today, we welcome you guys to our radio life, our Facebook Live life, for those that are watching on Facebook. Where we get real and intimate. Re- real about our intimates. Yeah, re- <laughs> real, real about our delicates, <laughs> not our intimates. This is still an afternoon show. I think show. it's a good idea. If we're going to do a podcast after, after midnight, we can get, you know... <laughs> I don't think we should. I don't know who's going to listen. I think we should be asleep. But anyway, then. yeah, we should be sound asleep. <laughs> anyway, so we're so we, we're going to talk about some. We stuff know today. you guys are there, but we're just having fun being here with us. We are, and we so, invite you to the fun. <laughs> so anyway, we had a great time there. Met a lot of great people, and got to go to Disney World and see it all decorated for Christmas time. That Very was so pretty. nice. It's such a great time of year, and um, it doesn't really matter. You know, we were with all, we we noticed that we were with um, we we hung out with. A disproportionate um, number of the people that we well, spent private on, time hanging out with were our Jewish friends. Um, almost, almost all the private like evenings, dinners, like were all Jewish. So we people. got to wish a lot of people happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah, Hanukkah. We, we, and we wish you a happy Hanukkah. And if you're not sure, if you're if you're a, a 
not a Jewish uh, person of Jewish descent. You just, I want you to know, Hanukkah and Christmas are not on an equal par. No. They're, it's a minor holiday in the Jewish community. It but just it happens is, to fall during a cr- major Christian holiday. It happens, time. yeah, it happens. All all religions have their winter solstice thing. Yeah. And Hanukkah is their winter solstice. And it's about a small amount of oil that was able to remain burning in the lamp for a long, long, long Eight time. Eight days. Eight days. And so, um, and the good news is that Hanukkah is when the, the Jewish children get gifts. They all, they get they get presents all the time for mm-hmm. Hanukkah. So anyway, that's I just want to give you that little cultural lesson because um, thank you for that. I keep learning more. The more we hang around with our Jewish friends, the more I'm learning mm-hmm. about their stuff. So I, but, I loved one of our what, my favorite thing that one of our Jewish friends said. He said. Um, we love the Christian holidays too because we always say one of our boys made it big. Yeah. <laughs> one of our boys. Thank you, Jesus, for making it big. So anyway, represent. <laughs> one of our boys made it big. I love it. Well, if we're offending anyone, please write in or call. No, but anyway, no. anyway, I think it's just really true, though, isn't it? Great. Yeah. So anyway, so Christmas is a great time of year. We thought we'd spend a little time. Now the next two weeks, which will uh, the next two shows of ours would fall on Christmas Day and New Year's Day. And the people of Voice America don't want to work on those days. They like, oh, I want a holiday. Let's be honest. Whatever. We feel the yeah, we same way. We don't want to do it. I'm either. a little tired. Thank you. But we're so we're, you're going to have replays the next two weeks. So today we're going to talk about holidays. Christmas. This is our Christmas show. This is our, our Christmas ho- show. It's it's and it really is Christmas. It, I'm not trying to leave anybody out, but we're really talking about holidays. But like Hanukkah well, is almost ta- over. We're talking about the holiday season. I think it's inclusive of Thanksgiving as well. Yeah, it kind of starts. People and, think, and, I mean, it, uh, honestly, does it start at Halloween or Thanksgiving? It starts at Thanksgiving. I was thinking of the holiday season as being uh, the end of the end of October, the end of November, the end of December, and of course the beginning of January. Yeah, but nobody's ever like, oh, you know, it's the holiday season on th- on people? Halloween. It's so hard to get together with my family because if you don't want to get together with your family, you don't have to. There's like no social obligation day, on Halloween. So during before Halloween, the Disney decorates everything festively, and they leave it like that all the way through Thanksgiving. The day after Thanksgiving, they go to Christmas. So that tells me. The, that like, well, like oh really? So Halloween, Disney is our, our Hall- barometer. Well, yeah, Halloween and Thanksgiving are together. It's not a thing, Halloween honey. and Thanksgiving together, Christmas and New Year's together, and then um, no. Valentine's Day, just you and I are together. That's true. That's, That's true. usually how that That's works. our holiday. That's our anniversary, guys. Can you believe we got married on uh, Valentine's, uh, Valentine's Day? Day? Isn't it's, that precious? It's really, really cute. So let's talk about our first topic, and just kind of see. So. What we talk, wanted to talk about to begin with, so the holiday season, and that's why it doesn't it it doesn't have to be a particularly Christian holiday because yeah, be life coachy for us. Everybody, right. everybody has feelings around the holiday season, getting together with family. The, the it, definitely obligations and um, the, their feelings about about the holidays. There's a lot of emotion wrapped up in it, and you usually don't hear people come to talk about the holidays without some sort of emotion, whether it's, oh my gosh, I love the holidays. I feel so, so yummy and cozy. Or I'm by myself. Or I'm by myself. Or or this is a really hard year because I can't get my kids what they want. Or we lost somebody Or we lost somebody. Or I hate my family and I don't want to be around my family. You do? No, you don't. Other people say that. Other people say that. We love your family. But But we've specifically designed our lives. We've designed who we're around. We've built an unshackled life. Wow, we should brand that. It's a good name for a show. It's a good name for a show. But anyway, so let's talk about this thing. You've written down number number one here. You wrote down 
holiday who's. So which makes me immediately think. Who uh, is that your holiday? No. And I, how are you handling it? Oh, because I thought this was how the, I thought this was how the Grinch stole Christmas. So we're dealing with. No, it was never Cindy about Lou the Grinch. Who. It could be. Hello, Cindy Lou Who. Talk about but anyway, Okay. Okay. So holiday who's. So what, let's talk about holiday who's and let's let's argue about this a little bit. This will be. Do fun. you want to argue? Because I'm actually. I don't mean that. argue. I mean like count a point I'm a counterpoint. Fractious today. You'll so. win every argument. It does. <laughs> I always give you the win. So the holiday who's? Those are the people you feel obligated to be around. The people that may or may not play games with you. The ones that where you might get triggered. And let's talk about that because the truth is that. Um, can the can the holiday who's be, who you. Let's the talk about who you have to be with versus who you choose to be with. Well, I think it can be both. All right, so good. a lot of times I tell people as we're as we're changing, as we're becoming more of who we want to be, we will by definition change the either change relationships or change the nature of relationships. So in other words, if there's somebody that you relate to that you have a difficult time with that you it's challenging to be around them or and they may not even know it right you and you're like but Michelle I am not willing to change relationships this is I don't want to get rid of my my dad I don't want to I don't want to cut this person out of my life then in that case if it's a if it's a negative feeling then you cut out the nature of that relationship okay all right so can I restate that again would you yeah so because I talk all life coaching. You stuff. talk all life coaching and you get really deep and everything you say is brilliant. But you're basically sure, sure. saying some people you're not you're not going to cut out of your life. And so instead of trying to rather than saying that. I'm going to go there and be miserable because I'm I feel like I've got to be with that member of my family or that friend, mm-hmm. even though I'm not enjoying the relationship. Right. You're saying I love them. You're saying if it's if it's an it's it's not an option to cut them out. We have to be different with them, expect different things and act a different act in a way that we choose. So one of the, so one we're going to, we, we set the rules. So, so actually one of my kids was coaching me one day. It was one of those natural moments. And, um, and I was going off. This is of course, before I was life coached. Not really. Back in the past when That's, she was. Back in the past, past when I was unenlightened. She, when she was unenlightened. Several yeah. weeks ago. Yep. Anyway, no, it was a couple of years ago. And one of my kids said to me, I was going off about a family member and, and they said to me, when you stop expecting that person to behave differently than they always behave, you are going to be a lot happier. Yeah, because we can't make it. Um, one of our Facebook friends says, obligations are a mood and a season killer. Thank you, Scott Carson. It's exactly true. That's right. It's exactly true. And But sometimes... So sometimes we get to say no. If there's <clears throat> if there's a party and you're like, I loathe going to this party, but I'm obligated every year. No, you're not. You don't have to go. No, you don't have to go. And if there's somebody that you are going to be around, this person will be there and they're not a deal breaker. Whenever we get together, the whole family, uncle so-and-so is there. There are deal breakers. If Sometimes if uncle so-and-so is there, I don't have to go. Right, because, uncle so-and-so in our case is a deal breaker. Right, that's a deal breaker in our house. Right. And there are other times where it's like, oh, this person, you know, I love this person, but they, I get triggered every time we get to change the nature, meaning. So what does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? So we go and, and somebody's there that we're going to change our nature. What does that so mean? So I'm going to use myself as an example. Use that so, as an example. So there I was, and I was suffering over the way this person always behaves. It's not new suffering. It's not like this is a new story. This, is, this person's always been like this. It's just always like this. And what was really fun for me is when I stopped expecting the person to behave any bit any differently, it was like, oh, this and then this thing happens, you know, X behavior, whether it's their political views or or uh, they are especially passive aggressive. 
a passive aggressive Ooh, attached like to their struggles. A yeah. lot of a lot of times people that trigger us are attached to their struggles. When we look at them and we go, okay, I know they're going to do this. I know they have these uh, political leanings. I know they have these. This is who they are. These they're things, gonna, this is who they, they are. Who they are. Then I just get to observe it. And I'll tell you what, one of the most powerful things I've discovered is being the unattached observer, just watching. Oh, yes, there, that person has those political leanings again. It's neither good nor bad. And when we take out any judgment from it, any obligate, any need we have to change their behavior, yep. all of a sudden we go, okay, you do you. And that's actually a great, that's, a, you know, when we stay in that neutral zone, it's yeah. a great way to be able to move forward. But you don't, do you. But you do you. I, I love everything you just said, but let me ask you. Because it's brilliant. You're, you're freaking, Same. you're so smart. Did you cry a little bit during that part? No, I didn't cry at all. <laughs> I didn't cry at all, but I, I, I did get a question. And the question <laughs> all right, is. what's the question? So. I'm going to say that I can think of at least two people, maybe more. Well, no, way more. Actually, way more than that. Lots of people. People that, um, so the, the, the further we are away from people, the easier it is to put them kind of into, you know, into that box and say, that's who they are. That person is always bad. No, no, that person is like that. Okay. But the closer they are to us and the longer we've been involved with them, the easier it is for us to fall back into childhood p- patterns, being the younger oh child, gosh. the older child. Who amongst or, us hasn't had that experience or, where it's like, or, I just turned into that my seven-year-old self again with that. And here I am at 53, but it's easy to fall into that, that parent-child relationship again. And so what I'm saying is when you're going to try to UBU and be the observer and all that sort of thing, um, what, what are, how do we avoid having people push those old familiar buttons that just tick us off again or, or go, dang it, see, it's always like this. And then you go, but, and, um, and uh, Bill Sterley just wrote in on our Facebook Live, double down on compassion and empathy. That's true. Remember people that are being yeah. grouchy or stinky or, or pushing your buttons in a negative way. People that are unhappy act, act like Scrooge. You know, they act stinky to you. Happy people, don't truly happy people, don't, they, don't, they don't do that. They want to make, what's that? Nothing. I was a movie quote. Yes. Happy, happy people. Happy so, people act happy. Unhappy people do frustrating so, things. But I think it's so, a really a reasonable question to go, how do we, how do how we, we not avoid get getting, hooked into yeah. it? And my answer is 0% sexy. It's practice. Ooh, practice. That's yeah. It's because and the practice. You know, you know. There's a law practice, a medical practice. There, when we practice for, even if we're really good at a sport, we practice. The practice means we're going to do it imperfectly, and and rather than getting attached to, attached to how brilliantly we handle that, then we also what we do is we go, oh look, I I got hooked back in again, and and showing doubling down on empathy and compassion, double down on empathy and compassion for ourselves too. Because it's like, oh, I wasn't going to get triggered, and I did. And next time, I know better because I'll be able to do it a little bit differently. So practicing, being really good at being detached, being observing. We have a guy that's watching (laughs) us on Facebook Live right now named Bill Sterling. And Bill is a, a genius communicator. The guy is freaking brilliant. Oh my gosh, brilliant. he's helped. He's helped. He's me helped so out with much. our kids. Absolutely. Yeah, but we've we've watched him and and um, when we talk, you said Watching practice. A lot of other people. You said practice isn't sexy, but I've sat down with Bill Sterling before, and he said, "Here, if you if you would explain it this part, then this part, then this part," and I then I tried the simple little uh, exercise he gave me. It was like I got a totally different. Po- it's a, like a magic trick. A very trip. positive response. So, so practice. Can't- Did you practice on me? I, well, Did I've been you? trying to learn your cues for a long time, but the point is, is that 
practice can be sexy. Practice can be very exciting when you see that that the thing you're trying, you're experimenting with works. Right. When you see, you go, oh my gosh, I tried something different and look, I didn't die and they didn't walk out. And that actually was a better exchange. So there's there's a book called A Course in Miracles. And in it, it says that every action, so every human being's action is either an expression of or a call for love. Mm. And so when when we talk about just being the observer saying, okay, this, this person is... So here I am, it's Christmas Eve. And everybody's gathered up for dinner together, right? Right, and and we're afraid that there's you know, a couple people that are always somebody's going to come and and you know say that thing that really bothers us. Then b- that detachment, when you give yourself a job, yeah. what you can do is 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 get really clinical with it. It's actually going into the adult or the adult ego state. So what you do is somebody says that same thing, that trigger thing that they always say, and then you get to ask yourself. Is that a call for or an expression of love? Or they show passive aggressive behavior. You get to go into the adult self because you're just gathering information. Yeah. Is that a call for or an expression of love? And it gives you an opportunity to to not be attached. And in that moment, so you're not you in find the argument. Power. You're watching. Well, you, what happens is it takes you out of being reactive and puts you in a proactive situation. Ah. Okay. So there is a big. Takeaway right there. Mm-hmm. Don't if you know you're going to be walking into a situation where there's some people that you don't you avoid seeing them a lot of the year, but at Christmas you feel like you need to be there. Go in there, be the observer. Don't allow yourself to let those old buttons get pushed. Ask, Instead, ask yourself the question. Double down on the compassion, compassion and, and empathy. kindness and empathy. Yeah, for why yourself. are they acting like well, this? Well, for yourself and then for them, it starts yep. with self. Yeah. And and then you can you can put yourself in the driver's seat where you're in a proactive situation versus reactive. So the holiday Very who's, powerful. who you're with, who you want to be with or don't want to be with. Remember, it's still you got the power to decide how you're going to act and, when and it, how you're going to react. Just say no. When, oh, yeah. If it's too if it's too bad for you, if it's not a healthy situation, you get to say no. OK, so we're going to be back in about two minutes right here on the Unshuckle Laugh. Laugh, laugh. My from the sap. And I'm Michelle, and I'm Michelle Young. Young. Here, the Unshackle <laughs> Life on the Influencer Channel. Be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24 7. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel. Do you believe that being fit is difficult? Do you think it requires turning in your favorite comfort foods for boring chicken and broccoli and spending hours in a gym? It doesn't. Tune into Have It All with Devin Alexander. Devin and her guest experts will show you how you can have it all at any age, from relationships to money to thinking bigger than you've ever imagined. Devin will fast track your goals to yummy reality. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. 
You are tuned into The Unshackled Life. To reach the show today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Aaron at AaronScottYoung.com. Now, back to The Unshackled Life. All right, guys, so we're back here on the show today, here on the... uh Voice America Radio Network. This is the Influencer Channel and the Unshackled Life Show. So there's a major hierarchy here that we like to talk about. We've Come got on. Voice America, Influencer and Channel, and then us. Our, our show. Us. And we're so happy to be here, and we have a lot of fun. And we're glad that we got so many people listening, so many people on Facebook Live that are following and making hilarious comments, and we're trying hard not to laugh while we're talking. So we talked the first segment about you know, the holidays sometimes put us in a position where we have to um, we have to be around people that we love and and but don't necessarily enjoy. Some people that we don't love, but we have to tolerate and so on. When we we and Michelle especially gave some really good tips on how to deal with the holiday, who you're going to be with, who you're not going to be with, and how you're going to stay in in the driver's seat. Now, what the next thing is, and I know because so we've been off. Um, actually, Michelle's been shopping online kind of all along, right? So she's been handling. Um, She's been handing, handling a lot of the Christmas shopping, but uh, I have been very lax. I got some things done in advance, and then I knew we'd get back, and, and starting today, um, starting today, I would really need to buckle down and get the shopping that I'm responsible for done. And I, I may or may not be best friends with Amazon Prime. I know, and I noticed that in the paper this morning, there were all the Amazon, Walmart, and Target, like the last days of shipping. So uh, I we thought got stuff to do today. we got stuff to do, but here's the point. Sometimes this whole shopping thing and I'm see, I'm going, okay, the traffic in Portland, Oregon is terrible. So to drive from our home in Amboy where there is no traffic. Because there are only goats. Only nobody lives there. But the, the closer we get to where we could actually do shopping, physical shopping, um, the busier the traffic gets. And of course this week, and you know, I do this every year. I look around at the parking lots at the malls, like in September and October go, there's no one there. We should go Christmas shopping now. And we never, we do. never do. And so anyway, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit of, of this stress. And at the same time of like, I need to hurry and do that. And I want to find the right things. And what if things are sold out and ah, all this stuff, I'm also thinking, you know, we're supposed to go to a Christmas party tonight and we're going to babysit we our... We are going to. I mean, we are going tonight, to a Christmas party. We are babysitting we are babysit our, our grandson. grandson. And, we, and we do have a number of things. I have a number of things during this week that I feel um, that I want to do. And they are in conflict with my shopping time, right? And I, there's a level of stress that I think a lot of people feel. You look at all the number of people that really suffer at Christmas time, the number of suicides that go up. The people that are both because Heart they're attacks, lonely. Strokes. And so everything, there's this this inordinate amount of stress that um, people feel. For the merriest time of year. All because the manu- the uh, the marketing companies have told us that we have to have the, that crock pot, that we have to have that new toy, that we have to have the perfect uh, holiday party, that we've got to do a Martha Stewart table, right? We, there's I don't. All this lo- Not anymore. I'm saying, but we, there's I know. A, you, I mean, I've said, well, we were talking you say about that, it but we before, talk we, about, we, before we got on the show today, yeah. you said, earlier today when we were talking at home, yeah, yeah. you said, um, the, it seems like the holidays stress, stress you out a little bit. And I started laughing. I said, I said, it how, seems how to me that, I said, it, it seems to me that um, you, you feel a lot of stress 
because you, you have such a great you might, desire. You said you might feel a little bit of stress. I said you might be feeling stressed because you you care so deeply that everyone in the family is feels equal, feels okay, feels thought about, feels uh, you know that that we paid attention, right? And you go a little bit, a little bit. I of feel complete stress about this. Yeah. And so to to say I don't do it anymore is not true. There's a tremendous amount of stress in the past. But how can, up until how today, can we, so how do we navigate that? And still be able to enjoy so, what we're doing. What's what's really what's really <laughs> fun is that as we've talked to our kids, and I'm going to be honest. I, yeah, I think please do every well. It's better than one. Please I be lie. honest. I'm not a good liar anyway. Without exception, every single year that that we've had Christmas, we've overdone it with our kids. Oh my gosh! So we go to do stockings. So we do stockings for the. Well, now we're only doing stockings we'll for Max do, and Chase. Yeah, and for two kids. We, do songs for, you know, I do her, she does Or mine. we help Santa with stockings is what we're saying. Sure, because I'm sure there are a lot of eight-year-olds <laughs> listening to the show right now. Um, sometimes Santa needs some help. And we, we can be helpers if Santa carries. Right. If he needs extra chocolate to go in right. the stocking, we can have it on, in, That's on hand. That's what I'm saying. Here's the point. We always go to get, okay, if there are any kids, listen, new family roles for no presents for grown-ups, kids. On, okay, good. All right. Here's the point. Hold on. I, I go, sometimes I forget the radio show and I start reading things on Facebook live. Here's the deal. Um, we want to make sure that we don't, that we don't, um, sometimes I notice we have bags full of stuff that we have set aside for presents or whatever. And we're like, oh, we forgot we bought all this stuff. That happens. It happens but- every year. And we go, how do we put enough stuff in this thing? And then we go, oh, those, these enormous socks are too big are too small for what we've purchased. True. I don't. I'm the stockings, not following the stockings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes even we though have, they're we gigantic, have large, we have and they're large not big enough. Mass. Okay, so wait, that's a perfect segue. So, so wait, 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 wait. All right. Can I? Ahead. Please. Okay. So one year, my son at the time is 16 years old. Max, our middle son, he's 16 years old, and and he comes to me. He says, "Mom, what? I'd really like to make." Stockings. stockings together. Yeah, my sixteen-year-old teenage son wants to make stockings with me. To which I reply, "Oh yeah, I, I will drop everything I'm doing. Let's go buy fabric." And he was like very specific on what he wanted to look like, <clears throat> how he wanted to how. He, so we we bought Pendleton fabrics because we live in the Pacific <clears throat> Northwest and Pendleton is here, and so we bought Pendleton fabrics and we made stockings together. So I can promise you that if I asked him. If he remembers making those stockings together, hundred percent, absolutely, million percent. We made them together. They're they're beautiful stockings. Yeah, they are. <clears throat> and if I asked him what we gave him that year for Christmas, he wouldn't be able to remember. Absolutely right. And so, so where's the what's the balance? And I'd be really interested in hearing how other people balance it. I know people on our Facebook page have said, in our family, adults don't get gifts anymore. It's only the children. Uh, other people, I would just, I would just like to make a public declaration that yes, this year again, I worry and struggle over getting you the right things, my loved ones and my family. I worry and I struggle. And just so you know, all the love goes into it. But sometimes we biff. I mean, sometimes we oh have well, we, our thirteen-year-old daughter. We still joke around that all we're going to get her is dance clothes because One year she, she was, was she was in that transitional stage. She was not a child. She was not an adult. And we were struggling, and she didn't know what she wanted for Christmas, so we got her some really high-end, nice dance clothes. And on Christmas morning, she tried her very best to be grateful. It was like, thank you, thank you, Mom and Dad. And then she's like, if I could just excuse myself for a minute. And she went and cried in her bedroom and then came back down. And it was... That Christmas morning was not... Which was 
awesome because now we have a family story about it's it because it, it's no, yeah. super funny. We're just we going to get you some dance clothes. We're just going to get you dance clothes. So, so, but I would love to hear if you would love to tell us about your your uh, family traditions, how you navigate this. You so um, all the all the all the commercialism versus the family experiences. You, you can, can go call us. 866-472-5795. 866-472-5795. And um, you yeah. can tell us about what you do. What what we've done is Or what, you can what, call and ask a question of the life coach. You know what? You, oh yeah, you can ask a question how to manage something as far as who is in your Christmas life and also how you're managing or how you could use help. One of the things we did right was uh, when we had a lot of kids, and so every year we would go to a place called City Liquidators. It's I, it's like a giant warehouse of weird is really... It's, it's just anything weird that they could buy that was on, um, uh, that was, you know, just like little tchotchkes, little weird... Weird furniture, right. weird, weird. So, so weird we would give stuff. the kids. We were especially when we were broke. We would go. We'd give each kid like five bucks because you could get some like interesting slash weird things there. We'd give each kid five bucks. They would draw names they, for each other and yep. and they would give gifts to each other. And as they grew older, they now draw names again. Yep. And um and that's what we hear like throughout the holiday season. I think we've heard from every single one of our kids. All of the kids what are excited. What do you think? What do you think so-and-so would like? What do you think we're, we should do for this name that we drew? Now our, our in-law kids are in that as well. And and that that part we did right. The gift giving, when you're doing it in such a way that you're more excited, excited about what you're giving than what you're receiving, that's when things get I do love delightful. it. I, I do love it. First of all, I got to say, um, and, and I, we're going to talk more about this later, so I don't want to go too far down this path, but I do love it when the, the kids, these adult kids, they're like vying for who can be the first one it's the to give their thing stuff in the whole world to their siblings. It's so freaking it's cool. really super gratifying. It's, yeah. So, so Howard, so balancing that because the, the gifts, I mean, some people, their, their love language is gifts and that's okay. It's actually, it's really not as materialistic as it sounds. But don't we feel like, don't we feel like um, sometimes like we, we really need like, like we go, well, last year or last few years, we've done this level of spending. And now if we go down from there, is that going to be a huge disappointment? I'm a little bit terrified this year. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is Wait, that, scratch it, that. Okay. Up until now, I was terrified. Up until now, you're terrified. Every but you're single learning. bloody Christmas you don't need has been that. like that. Um, you know, it, it's the kind of thing that um, we, we sometimes get so hung up on the financial sort of this obligation of meeting a certain financial thing, buying the perfect gift. You know, just knocking out. We often joke about the gift of the Magi at our house. But the the point is, is that I, you know, I've I've said forever, and my dad and my dad used to say it to me. I'd rather have you make something for me, or write something, or do something, um, where I know you did something thinking of me that cost little or nothing, versus going out and buying me some expensive coat or. Or, uh, you know, something that you think that, you know, golf clubs, something you think people would be, um, you know, the boy, they, they are, love to golf. So let's buy them a golf clock, you know, or something. Um, the point is, I know. OK, I'm just going to I'm just going to freaking say it. I'm going to say, this gonna out say loud. it out loud. My entire family thinks I'm difficult to buy for. <laughs> they ever thinks I'm difficult to buy for. And um, I think uh I'm easy to buy for. You are but not. I'm not. Tell me, but explain why, because maybe that will get my point across. You are not easy to buy for because 
you love expensive things. And that's not even true. You love things that are high quality. I do like quality things. Specific. My son is writing on Facebook Live. You're insanely hard to shop for. I'm so not, Adam. You love very high quality things and you buy them for yourself. Well, right. So then nobody One has year, to shop for true me on story, that. This really happened. One year, we're, com- we're coming up on Christmas. We always have, and part of our tradition, as many families are, is is uh, Christmas Eve pajamas. And so we're coming up on Christmas, and and um, I buy him a beautiful Pendleton. Remember, it's popping up again, a beautiful Pendleton robe. And um, just like two weeks before Christmas, he opens up a package from eBay. I bought something. I bought he used. He bought a used. I bought a used robe. Beautiful. It was, it was, it was beautiful. It was prettier than the one similar, I bought. Similar to the jacket you're it wearing. It actually, yeah, it looked so like this. It was like a red red and black plaid robe. robe beautiful robe. Robe. That I really was. That, that by definition, I, makes you a difficult person to buy for. You want something. It's the holidays. You know you're going to get something anyway, but you buy it for yourself two weeks beforehand. Now, I punished him. And I punished him seriously. Continue to this day. <laughs> we I'm not now. It just makes me giggle. She, I may or may not. She have says really noted Now this was a beautiful clean. Wore that robe when he was naked. And so she says, so <laughs> you've got you've I'm got said. somebody's butt skin on your robe, <laughs> and that's what she says to me to make because she. <laughs> what I didn't know is that she'd already purchased a robe for me. Because who wouldn't have thought of that believe, before Christmas? Believe me. <laughs> The other, the robe I bought is now at the beach house and sits there and gets used twice a year versus the beautiful <laughs> robe you bought me from the same manufacturer, which is in our bathroom, which I use. Which I pay so anyway, more for because you don't get somebody a used butt skin No, robe. you should never buy me something used <laughs> robe, but I can, I can opt to, to, to take that risk with my health. Right. But when but you did it, you did have a dry clean. We didn't mean to be telling you this story today. To you. I kind of think it's hilarious. Okay. So all right. Well, there so, you go. But so, but here's the deal. I've got around my office and on our Christmas tree, great little, little handmade ornaments. And hanging on the our, wall is a beautiful cowboy poem. A poem. Oh my gosh. My son, Adam wrote a beautiful poem one year. The kids have done all kinds of beautiful things and we've all this stuff. And those are the things that we really cherish way more than any particular Stuff, gift, you things. know, what, and, and so guys, uh, I, and I was talking to somebody just earlier uh, today and they said, I said, are y'all ready for, to, you know, for Christmas? And they said, well, uh, not really celebrating. I don't have any money for my, you know, to do stuff. And I said, well, you can celebrate Christmas without gifts. And and the, they were saying, yeah, but they felt like it was marginalized. And I'm just going to say, guys, Hi, this, this was always about... What did, was, what did we learn from the Grinch who stole Christmas, my friends? It's all about love. It's about friendship and family. Maybe and he thought Christmas doesn't come in a box. I like that. And, and it doesn't come in a box. It comes... Christmas is that cool feeling. And the bummer is, if it's only about what's in the box, as soon as the gifts are opened, you know, by 9 o'clock in the morning or 10 o'clock in the morning or whatever, as soon as that's done, then Christmas is done. Right. You know, um, we we made a uh, – well, we'll talk about it in the next segment. Yeah, we're going to talk let's, about our traditions. But let's just talk about, guys, if, if, you're, if you're more worried about the right gift than you are about – the right relationships or right experiences, maybe it's time to slow down and rethink rethink what your your goals are with Christmas because Christmas should be a time that's really, really fun. What's the matter? Nothing. I'm I'm just saying, let's let's make it about 
Let's make it about the love and the experience and the thing. I'm all, of a sudden, wow, I'm all of a sudden getting kind of philosophical here. You are. I am. I am. Why don't you jump in and save me and say something some funny? I have a lot of feelings. <laughs> say something funny. Say something Quick. funny. You can think of it. I can think of some things. No, I, no what, I, what I had in mind when we were talking about you this like particular segment. You like experiences versus gifts anyway, I do. Right? What do I tell you every single year I want for Christmas? Diamond earrings. Well, that's only the years I lose my previous diamond earrings. Every year. Because so, uh, I keep losing my diamond earrings. But uh, anyway, no, what do I tell you I want every year? Uh, experiences. experiences. That's what I want. And and the, and the truth is that the experiences are what create the memories with family. Well, yeah, when you can do the, the immediate experiences and also going off to do things experiences, right? Right. Yeah, it's – um, and so – and you always love it if we do that. Now, some people want gifts. And that's, and that's okay because, because, I mean, the materialism piece, if you're talking about and you're like, oh, my gosh, this, these people are so expensive and I can never make them happy, that's a different conversation than I don't have a lot of money right now. What can I do for people? Because, because if, if people are unhappy because you don't buy them expensive of enough gifts, that, that goes back to the holiday who's. Who do you want to be with and what, what's your motivation, right? Right. It shouldn't be about trying to um, – it shouldn't be about trying to live up somebody's financial expectation. Right, exactly. And, and Except gifts, for your teenage children. Gifts, yeah. <laughs> especially like teen, tween kind of age, 11, 12, 13. Those are, those are tough ages for Christmas. No, there's no getting around no, that. No, no, it's not. No, but, but as, far as, as far as that happiness, that joy, it's, it's this thoughtfulness. You know, um, we were talking about things. Zoe gave you, gave both of us snow globes one year that she'd made. Yeah. With pictures of us with her. Um, Max, Max did that super cool key ring last year. Chase wrote a poem, actually key a ring series. Was two years ago. Yeah, but it was a series of poems. Oh yeah, Chase wrote all those haikus. Haikus. Oh, which one were year, uh, which see, were those are like, forever treasures. Those are things we absolutely remember. The keychains, like I mean, when I first got it, I thought, well, this is kind of simple, and then I started using it, and then I fell in love it's with it. It's got this cool patina it's on just, it, and Max awesome. made it. And and the so the point is that um, whether or not you love presents, you love giving presents. There's no money. The truth is that it's it's that investing the love into it. The thoughtfulness is way and more important what? than the price. If you want to give somebody a beautiful new car, or let's say diamond earrings, let's just throw that one out there. Every other year. <laughs> been two years my friend it was last year no it wasn't because i lost them before last christmas anyway the point is the point is however you want to do it you can do it there's nothing holding you back the experiences and the love that you invest in the gifts in the relationships and in the experiences that's what it is we are erin and michelle young and we are on voice america on the influencers channel and we're going to be back in just a few moments and we're going to talk about holiday traditions join holiday us holiday nice we'll beautiful, be right back. beautifully done be sure to friend us on facebook you can do it right now Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you're looking to grow your business, enjoy fascinating relationships, achieve your goals, and find hope in a seemingly hopeless world, you'll want to tune into Coffee with Christy. Host Christy Dryling and her incredible guests have a frank and open discussion every week. Think of it as a time to meet with your mentors, get the motivation you need, and remove the obstacles one hour at a time. Coffee with Christy is heard live every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Influencers. Have you ever checked out In the Limelight with Clarissa Burt? You don't know what you're missing. 
Clarissa has a great circle of friends and influencers. How do you live a model life? Find out when Clarissa puts her amazing guests and engaging topics under the spotlight. We'll talk with the masters from art, science, food, health, finance, beauty, and business. You really can't miss a single show. Join us every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. You are tuned into The Unshackled Life. To reach the show today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Aaron at AaronScottYoung.com. Now, back to The Unshackled Life. With Aaron and Michelle, we're back here, and what are we talking about? We're talking about the holidays, remember, because this is our holiday show. Jingle all the way. Nicely done. I think this is going to be. Let's take, a, the, let's take a moment for just a little musical. Just sing. Look. Is do you that want nice? me to do yeah. harmony? Oh, or? there's no place like no. home for the no, holiday. No, we're not going to do that. We're going to talk about holiday no traditions, singing of, of which, away. you know what? Oh, this, that's a huge thing in our family. Start this segment out with my very favorite holiday memory of my entire 50 years. All right. All right. Do you know what it is already? I think because of where we go, we're just going. I think I know what you're going to say. Of course you know what it is. And I, my guess is that every one of my kids would know this one, too. So, you know, it may our, not be their favorite memory, but it was well, it was a it very was the most, it was a very tender moment. Very um, the truth, the truth of Christmas, the truth of holidays, the truth of family. And that was. And, and this goes to our last segment. We were talking about when things are difficult, when it feels challenging to get the people the right thing or be in the right mood or have enough money that it feels like it's all freeing. And um, the year, it was really interesting, the year the, that... The Christmas. The Christmas that Aaron was in prison. So I had one, I was gone for 14 sucked. months. In 14 months. So I missed one of everything. The only thing I think I missed two of Michelle's birthday and our anniversary. That is true. Those are the only things I missed too. No, of. that's not true. What it else? was just my my birthday. We only missed one anniversary. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Birthday. Anyway, what was here's the point. Your birthday for sure. Yes, Twice. my birthday for sure. Our but here's the anniversary. Point. So, so that year I was like stressed up to here, and um, and uh, honestly, that year I kept calling Christmas Monday. It was, I noticed that I was doing it. I'd be like, okay, everybody, this is the schedule. And then on Monday, and I realized that I wasn't even calling it Christmas because I'm going to, I'm going to be honest when you're a single mom and you're buying all the presents and you're arranging the schedule and then you got to get your kids out the door early enough so they go to prison, go visit their dad in the prison room. It doesn't feel super festive. And um, so anyway, so we were. We were there at the visiting room, and we were having. Can I, can I inject? We, one we thing? were doing our normal. What was normal? Normal visit. Normal, normal yeah. visiting, right? Well, on Christmas afternoon. So you guys had gotten up, opened gifts. My parents came over either had, right when yeah. right when the visiting room opened at eight thirty, yep. and then you guys got there around eleven or twelve, uh-huh. and then mom and dad left, and you guys stayed. But we have as a family done a lot of singing and um, both just casually the kids have all participated in choirs um, they all they all inherit their voices from you and, they have beautiful voices and we've and, you do and we've sung we've sung in in church and we've done a lot of singing together singing is a huge in part, part of our family culture in parts 
So now go on with your story. So so we were sitting there and, you know, it, it was kind of like the epitome of the broken Christmas. It was, I, oh I mean, gosh, I'm going to be yeah. honest. I was, I was a good mom during that time, but I wasn't at the top of my game. I was stressed out. You know, it's not really Christmas for me. It's like Monday with a lot of extra pressure. Just get all the work done. Let's just get, let's get it done. We, we go to the visiting room and we're, because singing was a part of our family culture and it, a, an important part of our Christmas traditions, um, near the end, and I can't remember who suggested it, but we've always really enjoyed singing. There's this, there's, there, we sang years ago. Angels we have heard on high in, in church. church. That's right. They asked our family to present this in front of the congregation, so, and um, everyone everyone had their their part. Everybody, you know, Aaron and we're, around, we're sitting at a round table, sitting at a round table, and we and some one of us suggested let's sing angels we have heard on high. But you have to understand, you can't draw any attention to yourself. You can't. Yeah. You can't do anything in the visiting room that will detract from anybody else's experience. There's, you know, very little touching you can do there. So we all like leaned in. There were seven of us that year. We leaned in around the table and we all sang Angels We Have Heard on High in Harmony. Yeah. Quiet, quietly. Very but quietly. But it was, very but it was in a circle and it was a, a very, as, as our son Adam wrote in on, on our Facebook comments, he said a very poignant memory. And I would say that's my most poignant memory of Christmas because 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 it goes again back to that. There were no presents there that day. Yeah, that, there were no in, presents there. That morning there. there were, but not with not in that moment. Right. But it was probably, uh, it was one of those real life af- uh, affirming moments and really a tender moment. And yeah, so really the spirit of Christmas was there beyond. Oh yeah. Beyond anything that you can buy at a store or even any experience you can have, it was that intimacy and that dedication to one another. So yeah. that's. That's singing is one of our family traditions, and that's probably one of my favorite memories. Yeah, we, we have a now lot. Now I've taken the best memory. No, that's a that's a good one. It's a it's a little heavy, but it's a um, and you know, uh, got, it's pretty life affirming. Though it's still very it's still very very poignant to We're me. We're still here. Oh yeah, I know. But Adam Rowan on the Facebook thing said she was super mom, and almost made me cry. I'm still I'm still right on the edge because the, that was that was an amazing experience. To watch um, you and the kids, amazing. to to watch everybody pull together and get through it, and and at that moment at the visiting room round table that we we're all sitting there leaning in, holding hands, singing this song was like this this like perfect reflection of how the whole family had pulled together. Right. It's beautiful. But well, let's talk about something else. But wait, wait. Can, right, I, be, yeah. can I can I like spin my life coach on that? Yeah, spin it. I, I think that, that the reason I like to tell that story is is because it's one of the most dear to my heart. I mean that's sure. one of the most precious memories that I have in my whole life. Um but but it goes to so it, so taking that out for other people, it goes to the point that um, your holiday, your joys, your like true Christmas spirit usually doesn't happen in the vacuum of perfection. Oh, that's the truth. Yeah, it's it's, it's despite everything. It's else. what we. It's what it, we choose. No, it's kind of what because of it, you don't get that kind of intimate devotion, utter and complete devotion to one another, unless you are walking through the fire together. Yeah, that's right. And and so I would invite everybody who's listening to this to understand that the the glorious moments, the the pure peace and joy that you're seeking for your holidays doesn't happen in the va- vacuum of perfection. It happens because of the imperfections. Yeah, we because we have to, we celebrate we celebrate the, these wonderful moments because we know what it's like when we're not having the wonderful moment. Right. It's, right? We it's all the know contrast. It. Yeah. 
we've, you know, that, that comes up, brings up a different kind of a tradition. So you grew up in a home, your mom and dad divorced when you were young and your mom was a, a working mom with two little girls and uh, didn't have a lot of money, right? Was a, a secretary back then in those days. She, no, she was doing okay. Well, all right. No, she wasn't. No, she wasn't. I mean, she was not, a sing, not, single mom raising broke, two girls. Not broke, but I'm saying she wasn't. We weren't wealthy. Right. No. Um, but your mom wanted to figure out a way to make your Christmas Eve special. Yes. Right? Yes. And That's so with, about- with not a lot of extended family around. And and my guess is, this goes to what you were saying. My guess is it was kind of born out of desperation. It's like, okay, you know, I've been, I'm working full time. I'm, I've been trying to get Christmas ready. It's Christmas Eve. How do we make that? How cool. do we make it special? And yeah. so what she did, it was me, my mom and my sister it was just the three of us. My grandmother wasn't living with us at that time, or she, at least she was at home. And she said, everybody gets whatever they want for Christmas Eve dinner. Well, everybody was three of us. So, and I can't like, tell what you, do you want. Like, I can't tell you, you what anybody else want, but this, you can, <clears throat> you, you can't take the white trash out of the girl. And what I it's wanted. It's not white trash. It's just a, it's a young person's. Circle K burritos. So you wanted burritos from the convenience store. Burritos from the convenience store. Yeah, that's how I roll. So that, that was fantastic. And so, so that's continued. That's continued. Like we got married and you're like, oh. What do we want for Christmas Eve? What do we want for Christmas Eve dinner? And he was like, what are you talking about? You have, you know, ham. This is what you you have. have, This is what you do. This is what you have. And I'm like, no, you don't. Then our first child, Adam, was born. And as soon as he was able to ask, you know, have a, an opinion. What he wanted. Yeah. It was, it, we, was, it was adding, you know, whatever, a hamburger so, or pizza. So we, it's grown. Now so, there's a lot more of us. So we have our children and we have their spouses and we have grandchildren who are making their requests. And and uh, it's really adorable to to watch everybody. But it is the weirdest Christmas table you've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, I mean, talk about because we've seen it before where you have, you have like some kind of very elegant thing on the table next to some Domino's pizza, next, next to, to a hamburger, sushi, next, next to sushi, and maybe yeah. some ham. Oh yeah. It's weird. It's, it's weird. weird. It's, I always, I, I try to like bring it together with some sort of salad, but invariably the salad gets ignored. The salad gets ignored. Everybody wants what they want. And it's a fun tradition because everybody gets to, everybody gets to play and it's a very indulgent and also it's just a weirdo, funny, charming it's thing. It's a weird we thing. I was actually, somebody asked on like Facebook, um, my friend Jules Moeller asked today on Facebook, what are what what are your traditions for the holidays? And I was like, anything that's weird, like obligatory dance parties to, to the degree. So she's like, well, what do you mean weird? And I said, well, you have a, like an obligatory dance party where you tell everybody, hey, you guys, it's time to open presents because everybody wants to open presents. But then you go, and we're going to open those presents as soon as um, as, as soon as we have our obligatory dance party, or I was really cruel when the kids were little and be like, absolutely, let's go open presents as soon as your beds are made. And they're like, what are you talking about? You don't make us make our, make our beds every day. And I'm like, well, today I do. And, uh, so, so we actually have a, a Christmas morning <laughs> tradition that uh, it's interesting because it was torture for the kids when they were little and they all love it. Oh, now. just our, our routine now in the morning. Our routine in the morning. Yeah. The kids all get up. They watch. And Adam, again, who's watching this. Adam started. He the started the a Christ, a Christmas story. A Christmas watch, story. Because, well, you know, they watch the, it runs in a marathon all night. Right. They played over and over, over again. Over and over again so for 24, kids, 24 hours of a Christmas story. So the story. kids watch that. Then when it's time, you know, and we don't start before eight o'clock. Right. And so we, you know, we don't do this four o'clock in the morning. Let's rip the presents open. So eight o'clock, you know, by eight o'clock, I've got the Christmas lights on. The music's playing. Uh, this year and last year it snowed. This year it looks like it might snow. Might snow. And so it's going to be freaking cold on Christmas morning, like eighteen degrees high that day. Nice. It'll be cozy. We'll it's have be a really fire. Really cold. But anyway, yeah, we'll have a fire, and everybody will come down. And we still, yeah, how cool is it that our our in law kids 
told me by themselves one time, hey, so you're going to make sure that when you build this new house that you have enough rooms for all of us on Christmas Eve, right? Because And I said, aren't you going to want to be home in the morning at your, at your house? house on Christmas morning? They're like, are you freaking kidding me? They're like, no, we no. won't spend the night. No, that might give that might wear out someday, but we love it we're right gonna, now. We're going to play it up now. So they'll come down and they'll and we'll take the family picture we've been taking for every year since mm-hmm, the baby. Where the kids are all looking in, peeking in as if, you know. They're just, they're seeing it all. And then they, then all we do is open stockings. We look through the stocking, see what Santa put in our stocking. And then after we do that for a while, then we go back and we have a very snazzy breakfast. We have a very – and, and uh, Grandma Kim will be missed this year. She um, Grandma Kim started that tradition. She that started tradition that tradition of stuffed French toast. Stuffed French toast, yep. Yeah, and, really um, cool stuff. But we do a huge breakfast. We tidy up. We don't like hardcore clean, clean but, the kitchen. But we get it pretty under control. And then – Then we all go into open presents, and it's a one-at-a-time at a time. Yeah, one-at-a-time presents. So, so, so this goes – this drags on from hours. 8 till noon – Mm-hmm. And then we get everything organized. And then years ago, Michelle said, you know, it seems like a bummer to have it over after that. Let's mm-hmm. do something to stretch it out. So our tradition is then in the afternoon or the early evening, we drive we, to the beach. We drive to the beach and then we spend. What's super cool is you wake up on the 26th of December and it's like you're in a totally different environment. It's well, not you like are. You're Christmas at the beach. left. Yeah, it's, it's just <laughs> like it. It's like being in a whole new place. Because you actually are. But 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 the point is actually this year we're gonna and and this goes to my point too because we have a lot of family traditions and what's really important is that traditions are created to support people not people to support yeah traditions. if the traditions are working more you and stop I'm it. making a bold announcement to you today oh, last no. last year we messed a little bit is with it tradition. the orange rolls no it's not the orange not the orange rolls we did a whole never thing do on that that would be wrong okay. um, last year we messed with tradition and we didn't go to the beach on Christmas Day because Zoe was very having pregnant and having a baby yeah this year we're Adam, and Ashley and Adam and, and Ashley went. are we went. well Adam and Ashley are about ready to have baby number two yep. and she has a doctor's appointment on the so day depending after on what they say well no we I already know I'm making an announcement to you my husband on the air okay that we're going to go to the beach the day after Christmas this year we're going the 26th we're going the 26th oh, great don't even do there that. Goes the How lucky are we? No, hey, if we get a grandbaby out of this, we get deal, a grandbaby I'm, out I'm of this. Totally in good yeah, shape absolutely. with that. Absolutely, I love that. And we we love our in-law kids every bit as much as we love our. Oh my gosh, kids. you guys! I'll tell you what. Anyway, I won't go down that road. But it's a great. Our these um, Ashley and Ian are a huge blessing in our family. Huge, huge addition. And so, brought, no, so so let's let's can we bring it on home? And we have one we minute. We have one minute to bring this. So home. we're gonna bring it. Do you mind if I do it? Go, baby. Go. All right. So so we've talked a lot about the holidays today. We've talked about that's all we've talked about. That's all we well we've talked. But we, what we've talked, we've talked about, about a lot of things: relationships, yep. traditions, really uh, intimate relationships. And what we wanted the what we wanted to bring to this was do it your way. Yeah. Because anything you can dream up, any way that you can have it, if you if you're really wishing that you could go to a brilliant holiday party but nobody's invited you, have that party. Make if your you, own party. If you want to eat eat a fast food burritos on Christmas Eve. Yeah, then, then do it. Then do it. It's it's really and buy roll aids while you're there just, at the Seven yeah, Eleven. That's, that's a yeah, absolutely. The the point is. Um, choose who you want to be around, choose how you do it, um, know that the experiences and the love is the most important part and the holidays are for the traditions or for the people. Not the people for the traditions. That's one of the best things that I've learned from you. It's a great thing. And um, 
So, you guys, but go out there and make it. And you've got to. We, we're going to be talking to you after the first of the year. So start to set your goals. Start to enjoy oh, every have so much fun. Enjoy next every show. enjoy every minute of this holiday season. Happy holidays to you from our family. All from the young family to and everybody. We'll see you next year. Yeah, this is uh, Aaron Michelle on the Unshackled Life. We're going into our second year of the show. <laughs> Even though it's only been about the third or fourth month. And we'll see you guys next year. In 2018. Uh, on the uh, Voice America Network, on the Influencer Channel, right here on the Unshackled, Unshackled Life. Life. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in this week to the Unshackled Life. Be sure to join the Unshackled owners, Aaron Scott Young and Michelle Pearson Young, again next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have a great week.